Would you stand with me tonight? We're going to do our declaration of faith before we get into the Word of God. Would you declare this with me like you believe it? Would you speak it as though it was true with me tonight? Lord, today by faith, we declare that we are walking in the manifestation season. As your faithful remnant, we will house your very presence. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And he has delivered us from all our troubles and fears. We are no longer victims, but we are victors in Christ. We will not be deceived by the lies of the enemy, but we will give health, healing, and wholeness to the hopeless and those in despair. We will live under your anointing and see the revealed purpose of Christ in each of our lives. We declare your everlasting word on earth as it is in heaven. Would you give God a hand clap of praise and you can be seated. I'm going to be in Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29 tonight. Mark 9, verses 14 through 29. And I'm going to ask, I'm going to pray, I'm going to ask that you would extend your hands to me tonight as I step out in obedience and faith and preach the word of the Lord. Would you pray for me? Lord, you are awesome. And you are here. Your presence is here. Your power is here. Your anointing is here. And I stand here before you, God, just asking that you speak. Just asking that you move. Just asking that you do what you desire to do as I, Lord Jesus, try to put out, Lord, what you've deposited in my soul. I pray that your will be done in Jesus' name on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Mark 9, verses 14 through 29. Mark 9, 14 through 29. And this is what it says. And when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd among them and scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to greet him. And he asked them, what are you arguing about? And someone from the crowd answered him, teacher, I brought, you my, son, I brought my son to you for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams and he grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And when they brought the boy to him, and the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And he often cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us. And help us. 
And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible for the one who believes. Immediately the father and child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw a crowd running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out and the boy was like a corpse. So that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, the disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be cast out by anything but prayer. This kind cannot be cast out by anything but prayer. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone tonight as the Lord forced me to. I'm believing there are people in here that have been dealing with things for a long time. Things they've been praying about. Things they've toiled about. Things that have been in them since childhood. And I'm believing God is going to do miracles tonight. And I believe He's going to set you free through the power of Jesus Christ. You're going to be healed, you're going to be delivered and set free in the name of Jesus. This boy in the passage of Scripture had had this spirit in him since he was young. He was a young boy. And this father went to his disciples and the disciples couldn't cast this demon out. They couldn't do it. So he brought him to Jesus. And Jesus says, oh you faithless generation, how long can I bear with you? How long will I be with you? Then the father looks at Jesus. Will we go? Can you put verse 22 back up there for me? The spirit saw Jesus begin to fall. He fell on the ground, begin to convulse. And this is what the father said to Jesus in verse 22. And it has often cast him into the fire to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us. And Jesus said to him, if you can. With an exclamation point. A father stood before Jesus that day, doubting. Not sure. He had seen his child deal with this since he was young. And he had had Jesus' disciples pray and nothing Happened, But he stood before Jesus and said, but if you can do anything. And when I read that passage, these few verses, 22 through 24, stuck out to me. As this man stood before Jesus, he had no idea in whose presence he was. He had no clue that he was the Son of God. The disciples didn't quite get who Jesus was either. Jesus had just been transfigured before Peter, James, and John. That just happened. They saw Jesus speaking with Moses and Elijah. They saw Jesus, his clothes, it said, were white, the whitest white you can imagine. As Jesus began to speak with Elijah and Moses. And a cloud came, and a voice spoke from the cloud. And it was God. And he said, listen to my son. That man had no idea whose presence he was in. 
And as Jesus stood there before him, and that man says, but if you can, with a doubt. I just sense doubt. I see doubt all over the man. I wonder how many of us go before God in prayer the same way. God, if you can. Lord, if you just would. If you would just come in. You go into prayer doubting that God can fully answer your prayer. And Jesus is standing there, the God of the universe that lives inside of you, standing there saying, would you come to me like you understand who I am? When Jesus said, if you can, in that passage of Scripture, in the version I read from you, read to you, the ESV, it doesn't put a question mark behind the words, if you can, when Jesus spoke it. There was no question mark. It was an exclamation mark. Jesus says, if you can, I see Jesus saying, you don't understand who I am. I most definitely can. He says this. All things are possible for one who believes. All things are possible for one who believes. Faith is taking you out of the picture. Faith is stepping out of the picture and understanding who God is. True faith is understanding who God is. You see, God, these things you're praying for, he's willing to do them. He's able to do them, but your unbelief stands in the way. Your unbelief is standing in the way, and God is saying to you tonight, just a simple thing, just a simple point, you don't understand who I am. I can. I can. You've been praying these things for years, and God's saying, you doubt me, but I can. You've heard these prophecies about this church and you doubt them, but God's saying, you don't understand who I am. I can. God is ready. He is willing. He is ready to move, but we stand in the way. And I declare to you, it's time to get up and say, Lord, I know you can. Lord, I believe you can. Lord, come and do what you want to do. Get me out of the way. Because I believe you can. You see, the disciples, they hadn't had, spent, had not spent enough time getting to know Jesus. This man there had not spent enough time getting to know Jesus. And the closer we get to God, the closer we get to God, the more we realize it really has nothing to do with us. It has nothing at all to do with us. The things that God has put in me, I don't understand. The things that God has put on this church, I don't understand. But he's big enough when I'm not. And I declare to you, he is speaking the same thing to you tonight. He is big enough. Get out of his way and let him move. You know, I was in prayer a couple weeks ago. God spoke to me something that I don't believe I've ever heard since I have been a believer. He said, you're not praying big enough. Not praying big enough. No, you're not praying big enough. I don't know if you're understand. You're not, you're not praying big enough. I've been praying the most ridiculous things. They would seem ridiculous to a human, but not to me. <laughs> not to God. <laughs> not, excuse me. 
They seem ridiculous to me, but not to him. Can I get real for just a minute? I'm not going to preach much longer, and we're going to let God do what he wants. But I'm declaring these things that are not as though they are. It's time to declare those things that are not. And I, I, I hear from these teachers in these schools, our school's so dark. You know what I've been praying? I've been praying for people to rise up. I've been praying for somehow, some way, God to take precedence over all things. For God to reign in our schools once again. You know, I'm not speaking against sports. I'm not speaking against leaving a service and playing a game. But what I am speaking against is when that becomes a habit and all you're teaching your kid is that this comes before God. And when I see that, that reveals in those people that they are in a place of spiritual apathy, that they don't understand just how important God is. And I also believe those people, and I can't say this for everyone, but I believe that they're the people that don't, they don't talk about God in their house. They don't pray together. They don't have devotions. That's what I see. And I'm not saying that's everybody. I hope you understand what I'm saying here tonight. But what I'm trying to tell you is, I feel like the Lord's saying, okay, that's enough. Time to move on. That's not the only thing I'm praying, but I am just praying for God to begin to do miraculous things. Will you believe with me? There are people in this place tonight that need to be healed. I want you to stand right now. If you need a healing from God, I want you to stand up right now. I want my men of God to get ready and my women of God. We're going to pray for these people. If you need a healing, I want you to come forward right now in the name of Jesus. Right now. All things are possible. All things are possible to the one who believes. Would you stand with me? We're going to begin to pray for these people. In Jesus' name.
faith and love. In spite of what I have seen, Lord, I believe. But help my unbelief, I choose to trust you. No matter what I feel, let faith rise. Let faith rise. For my champion's not dead, he is alive. And he already knows my every need. And surely he will come and rescue me. God of miracles come. We need your supernatural love to break through. Nothing's impossible. You're the God of miracles. Let faith rise. In spite of what I see, Lord, I But help my unbelief, I choose to trust you. No matter what I feel, let faith arise. Let faith arise. For my champion's not dead, he is alive. And he already knows my every need. And surely Come and rescue me.
need prayer, I want you to lift your hand right now. I'm going to pray for you. I just want to make sure I get to everybody. So I come around, you get my attention. These staff, I want to pray with you. Yes. 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 Yes.
spite of what I see, Lord, I But hell, my unbelief, I choose to trust you. No matter what I feel, let faith rise. Let faith rise. For my champion's not dead, he is alive. And he already knows my every need. Surely come and rescue me. Let faith rise and see the kingdom come. I lift my eyes for the battle has been won. My God is faithful and every single word he said is true. Let faith rise and see the kingdom come. I lift my eyes. Yes, the battle has been won. My God is faithful. And every single word he says is Let faith arise. 
For my champion's not dead, he is alive. And he already knows my destiny. And surely will come and rescue me. It's the God of miracles There's someone else. Who are you? There's another. It's your chance. Is there another? Is there more? We're not done yet. this service he has not stopped it completely but there is somebody here that has got a member family member or acquaintance on their mind and their heart and very heavily and God wants to minister to that person through you if you'll step forward be obedient yep Bill here they come ah come on come forward Yes. Yes. Yeah. You receive it right now. Receive it right now. Get your hands to heaven. Ah. What is it? understand this all day long the Lord wouldn't let me have any notes I didn't understand anything this is for you you hear me freedom you believe get hey hey oh I speak those things as they are not as though they are and I speak peace in the mind Yes, son of a boss, son of a boss. Yeah. Yes, son of a boss, son of a boss. Yes, son of a boss. You're free. Be free. Be free. Oh. We speak to every bruise, every hurt, every spirit. Be gone. Be loose, woman. Be loose. Be free. Be free. Yes. You are free! 
Praise God!
pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our sins the punishment that brought us peace was upon him and by his wounds by his wounds we are healed he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our sins. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, by his wounds, we are here. I want you to know if there is doubt in your soul that God is real, He is alive. If there's doubt in your soul that God wants to move, you're wrong. I speak harvest. I speak life over death. I speak light on every street corner of this town, of this region, and I pray you would set these people on fire with the Holy Ghost.
We are waiting for the harvest to come to us. And you are saying, go get it. I pray these people be commissioned as you commission the disciples to go into all the world and preach the gospel of Jesus, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And I pray these people of God would be full of the power and the anointing of God to go and to pray for the sick and they recover, to pray for the dead and they come to life spiritually, physically, and emotionally. And I pray, God, that you begin to move more than you've ever moved on our behalf. And I pray be more hungry for you than the things of the world. And I pray you would build your kingdom here. And I pray on earth as it is in heaven at the palace of praise and every church that's willing to see you move. I pray, God, your kingdom come in the name of Jesus. I speak life. I speak breath. I speak healing. I speak to the opioid addiction in Poplar Bluff. And I rebuke it. And I pray people be set free and they would find Jesus. I pray you'd set our town free of alcohol in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the darkness and the oppression and the poverty over this town. And I pray, God, your blessings would flow in. Your spirit would flow in. And I pray we would see revival. I pray we would see harvest. And I speak it as if it were in the name of Jesus. Because you can, God. You can, Lord. You're more than able, God. You're more than able, Jesus. We speak it in the name of God. Yes. Yes. Lift your hands to heaven and magnify the King of Kings. I pray that if you didn't receive your healing tonight, that God is working, restoring, and moving. And I ask that you don't stop believing because he's more than able and if you are healed I say to you tell someone and when the enemy comes in and tries to deceive you and tell you you're not healed I say rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus your biggest enemy is not the devil it is you and be free in Jesus name is there one more is there one more tonight who is it just one Is there anyone else? God's, I don't, I'm not a pusher. Ask my teenagers, I don't push anybody to do anything. 
But I know that I'm going to pray for this man, but I know there's one more person. But I know that God's not going to let me come to you because he's going to make you step out in faith. And so I'm believing you're going to do that. And I'm believing you're going to overcome the voice of the enemy. And you're going to move in faith, believing that God is going to move on your behalf. And church, I ask that you believe with me. And I ask you to remain engaged as we are we're going to pray for this person and we're going to pray for one more because I'm believing they're going to come up here in the name of Jesus. Before I'm done praying with this person, they will come up in the name of Jesus. Would you keep singing with them, John, if you would? He was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our sins. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, by his wounds we are healed. He was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our sins. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, by his wounds we are healed. We are healed by your sacrifice in the life that you gave. We are healed for you paid the price. And by your grace we are saved, we are saved. We are healed by your sacrifice and the life that you Crushed for our sin, the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, by his wounds, we are healed. He was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our sins. That brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds, by his wounds, we are healed. We are healed by your sacrifice in the
quoted this earlier. The Lord told me to dismiss you this way. And this is what I'm going to do. The Great Commission. If the gospel had been preached in the whole world, the Lord would have already came back. That's the last sign. The other signs have already been completed. One more must be completed before Jesus comes back. That sign is that every country, the whole world, would hear and get a chance to receive the gospel of Jesus. And I want to encourage you of something. We've got a lot of churches in this town, but I promise you, we have a lot of people in this town that have never heard the gospel spoken to them. They have never experienced the presence of God They've never heard the good news. Go therefore. I want to quote it exactly. And make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to deserve all that I've commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Acts 1.8, last scripture I will read, and you will be dismissed in the name of Jesus. Acts 1.8, but you will receive power. Look at your neighbor and say power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria. And to the end of the earth, receive the power of the Holy Ghost and tell the world about Jesus. Go and make disciples and tell your story in the name of Jesus. You are dismissed.